I think we all intuitively know exactly what we need and only we are capable of really feeling into that intuition, that tugging of the heartstrings. It's going to be different for me. It's going to be different for you. And for each person, that shading of the authentic life is going to look different. Welcome to Clarity in Real Time, where we explore how to access, sustain, and leverage inner clarity to build and scale businesses truly aligned with our values and goals. I'm your host, Dana Ellen Archer. Welcome, everyone. With us today, we have an ex-Wall Street trader who was told being a success meant getting rich or marrying it. But Whitney Cox didn't marry the rich guy. As a formally trained economist and high-level Wall Street executive for nearly 15 years, on the outside, her life ticked all the boxes of conventional success. But she still longed for more. And then she was diagnosed with cancer at just 39 years old, had a double mastectomy, and committed to changing her life. Whitney kissed goodbye her old life and left the concrete jungle to base herself in the jungles of Colombia, where today she can truly claim she has created a life by her very own design. Living in paradise, surrounded by a group of like-minded friends and colleagues to support her on her path, she is the founder of her very own coaching and retreat business, Warrior Girl, where she empowers corporate grinders to lead meaningful lives. And she continues to work as a financial consultant, which takes her all over the globe, engaging in the dynamism of finance that she loves so much. With flexible hours and the ability to work from anywhere in the world, she has designed a unique and fulfilling career that fits perfectly into her lifestyle. In this episode, we dive into how she has arrived at this place where she feels a deep sense of purpose, meaning, and connection in her life, which all adds up to authentic contentedness and how she now helps others create the same magic in their lives. have to admit, I'm at a bit of a loss on how to start this conversation because there's so much I want to ask about how you have achieved such a unique career that seems so ideal for you. Does it actually feel true that you've got your ideal career? Yeah, it does. And it's actually, I chuckle a little bit to myself because it's so different than what I thought I needed to do a couple of years ago when I started on this quest. And it's almost like just worked out despite itself. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like it was meant to happen. I'm feeling pretty content, which is a word that I I don't use that often. I tend to be more of like a high voltage type of girl of like exhilarated, enthralled. I really feel like very content right now in where I'm at. And that is very, very nice. So success actually became being content for you. Yeah. And I'm thinking that this must be in contrast to what I know of you as being a Wall Street executive trader and economist and having what was, you know, the very conventional stamp of success. So this must be very different. You know, it's funny because in many ways, I walked a really traditional path to success. But I think there's always been a bit of a, I was like a conservative renegade or something. (laughs) And I always had this desire to do something that was really authentically me. I got the opportunity to leave Wall Street 
and go to Latin America, which was something that doesn't make a lot of sense logically because I grew up in like a preppy, well-to-do family in New York City. And I always loved Latin America, the culture, the language. I studied Latin America emerging markets when I did my master's degree. And I always wanted to have the opportunity to go work and live in Latin America. And when the opportunity came up, I just felt in my gut, I can't really explain it because it really went against all (laughs) conventional wisdom that I had to go. And it was an exhilarating ride. I went down to Latin America. I was there living my best life, (laughs) working, dancing, spending time in nature. And then I got breast cancer. That was two and a half years ago. So I was 39 years old. I was like totally healthy, like gluten-free, dairy-free, like this is not in the plan. This was not in my plan. I'm living my best life down here in Colombia. So over the past few years, there's been like a lot of really strong words I would use to describe my experience. So whether it was leaving Wall Street and then, you know, getting diagnosed with cancer, my journey with cancer, building these businesses and, you know, getting to where I am today, which is I live a life that is like, it's just so deeply fulfilling to me, but it's in a very different way than I think I ever thought it would be. It wasn't how you designed your life out when they asked you in high school what it was to be successful. (laughs) It seems like it became something else. I think I had the impression that it was the breast cancer that actually got you to start traveling and start living your best life. But it sounds like there was a choice before that where you left Wall Street even before. What was the impetus behind that? I really wanted to get out and see the world. I felt like, you know, I'd kind of done the formula and I'd done everything that I was supposed to do. There was this like pull, there was like this pull, this like tugging at the strings of my heart that I wanted to see the world. This opportunity came up and I was at this crossroads where I thought, here's my opportunity to go down and live in Latin America and Colombia, a country that I love, that I've you know, been visiting for many, many years. And I remember thinking to myself, if I don't go, I'll always wonder. And if I go and I don't like it, I can just come back. And that was like literally the math that I did. I had no idea. And I remember, you know, all of the kind of the loved ones around me or my council of elders or whatever you want to call it, (laughs) of sages, (laughs) it was not received very positively. You're crazy. Nobody leaves these sort of jobs. What are you thinking? And not just around the finance part. A huge part of it was the fact that I was a single woman And I was 37 years old with no husband and no kids. They were like, you do not do that. You need to like lock it down. You need to stay in New York and lock it down while you're still cute. Otherwise, nobody will have you. My heart breaks a little bit hearing that. Yeah. And in New York being 37 as a woman, I mean, that's like, (laughs) that's like, you know, you're already out to pasture. And I remember just thinking to myself, I would rather live a life that tickles me and excites me than having some guy marrying me to give me some like stamp of approval that like I'm okay by by who I'm not sure. (laughs) And I think, you know, when I went down to Latin America, I did many different things. I was running the fundraising group of a education finance company. It was really, really interesting. Then I went on to run a foundation for a very wealthy family. And so I wasn't on the entrepreneurial path 
yet. And I was really, really happy. And then when I got sick, that's when everything changed. And I made a big pivot in my career and started going down the entrepreneurial path. I'm curious what you were seeking that you didn't already have. It sounds like you were already living your best life from your first decision to change. And then you got sick and then you started this entrepreneurial journey. What were you seeking there? When I think about Warrior Girl and how that business was born, you know, it was funny because you know, I got sick and I decided to do a double mastectomy surgery, which, you know, to those of you who don't know, I mean, it's a horrendous nightmare. I had no idea how like the emotional, physical fallout and recovery and repercussions and side effects and all that stuff. It was really, really tough. And I remember at a certain point, very close after my surgery, I thought I was going to die one night. And I remember thinking to myself, well, if I go, I'm actually like, okay with it. I'm good. I'm good because I really followed my heart. I want to like repeat the phrase too much, but it's like that gentle tugging at the strings of your heart, you know, like I've really done everything that I wanted to do. And I felt this, it's almost like a calling deep inside of me that I wanted to devote the rest of my life to helping others to create the same sort of magic in their life and to help other people really live their best lives. Because I think we get talked into from a young age of like not living your best life because living your best life is dangerous. And, you know, it's actually funny because what I did that was thought to be so dangerous by conventional measures was actually what saved my life because I was diagnosed in Colombia. I was sent to get a sonogram at 39 years old, which literally does not happen in the U.S. You get sent to get a mammogram at 40. I just went for a routine checkup. I was sent to get a breast sonogram and uh, my tumor did not come up on the mammogram. So had I stayed in New York on that safe path, I most likely would have gotten sent home after that mammogram with a clean bill of health. I mean, I'm sure it would have been found at some point, but I probably would have had a lot, lot less options than I did had I not taken this quote unquote, risky path. It seems like you have an ability to really listen to, I love how you're calling it the tugging of the heartstrings. I think I might understand it from like an intuition or a desire level. And it seems like it's had profound impacts in your life. And you're passing those forward now with Warrior Girl. Can you say something about Warrior Girl? It's funny because when I was recovering, I just kept having this image of this woman. And obviously, you know, I have these scars from my mastectomies. And at first I was really ashamed of the scars. And then I got to a point where I really, (laughs) I love them now. They make me proud. And it reminds me that I am a warrior and that I'm so much stronger than I know. And that we all are so much stronger than we know. It's not just me. And so I started working with women, not only women, I have some warrior guys too, Originally started with doing retreats in Colombia, and the idea was to really share with people the exact methods that I have used over the years to really create that intuition, to strengthen that intuition, to make sure that I'm nurturing and feeding my my heart and my soul. So healing techniques, dancing, connecting with nature, delicious food, body movement, sort of all of the elements that I use even to this day. And then that gradually grew into a one-on-one coaching business as well. So I work with people from all over the world and the idea is helping them to create these truly authentic lives. Now for me, 
Warrior Girl has, I would say it's evolved over time because, and you know, you and I have talked about this, but my path has evolved as well. So in my coaching, it's not about teaching people how to become entrepreneurs. My job is to simply mirror what my clients already know, but that just need a little help. I think we all intuitively know exactly what we need and only we are capable of really feeling into that intuition, that tugging of the heartstrings. It's going to be different for me. It's going to be different for you. And for each person, that shading of the authentic life is going to look different. So I think as I walk down my entrepreneurial path, I realized that for me, my authentic life wasn't 100% entrepreneurial, that I'd actually included some consulting stuff for my finance life that I really loved and missed and I'm really good at. <laughs> and so I guess it's almost like, it's like finding a gradation because maybe for somebody it's their truly authentic life that works for them and fills them with meaning and purpose is working at a corporate job, a nine to five for the rest of their lives. I think, you know, there's a big, especially in the online entrepreneurial community, maybe it's an internal judgment that we all think that we need to become these overnight entrepreneurs. And I don't think that that model fits for everybody and it doesn't have to. You know, one of the things that I've discovered in my journey and try to bring into all of the work that I do with my clients is figuring out, you know, what is the perfect mix for them? Because it's totally unique to each person. It's not going to look the same. I'm curious how you found out what the right blend was for you. It seems like you stepped into entrepreneurial passion and went for it and built this and I can't wait to attend one of your retreats at this point. I'm so in and so interested. (laughs) You've got me. (laughs) And how did you figure it out for yourself? My retreats are so awesome. I can't lie. It's like experience a part of Columbia that you will not find in any guidebook. That is for sure. So I have to tell you, it's been with a lot of trial and error. It's like the Chinese have a saying that they, you know, feel their rocks as they cross the river. They're feeling their way as they go really just listening to my intuition and feeling like where I got excited. And I think it was a little bit strange for me at first. I've been doing Warrior Girl for about a year and a half. I had conducted three retreats. I was coaching people all over the world and I, I was loving it. But I got in contact with a friend of mine from my past and he had started a company and, and the company is amazing. And he was doing such incredible things for the markets, for investors. And I just totally fell in love with the company. And hot flash, I was able to do it from basically any part of the world. And I run all of Latin America and the Americas. And so it's, you know, using 15 plus years of experience, of contacts, of traveling, of, you know, being involved in an industry that I actually really loved and reconnecting with incredible people, talented people, hardworking people. And I couldn't have even planned it. And that's what I think is the important thing for everybody as they go down their path. It's like sometimes when things just happen organically, our mind can be our worst enemy. And that's where I think intuition is so important because it wants to create a problem 
and it wants things to work rationally. And in my path, nothing has actually worked rationally. Like if you would have told me that six or seven years ago that by leaving my Wall Street job that was actually going to ultimately end up saving my life and that I was going to create this incredible company, Warrior Girl, and it was going to help people to live empowered, authentic lives, that I was going to start working for a financial services company that would allow me to work virtually, create my own hours, travel all over the world, use my contacts, use my knowledge, be in touch with the dynamism of markets that I love so much. I wouldn't have even been able to make up a better version myself. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. In in my experience, it seems like the more I can relax and surrender away from what is often my ego trying to control things to have this idea that I'll feel safe or do it right or some version of that, the more I relax and kind of surrender into intuition and flow and what I'm drawn to, what I desire from moment to moment, and still do my part, still do my work, it always turns out better than I could have ever pictured it or imagined it. And it seems like you're living that. I think I was afraid at first because I thought, well, no, but I'm supposed to be this like online entrepreneur and I'm supposed to like only be doing this one thing because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's how I'm supposed... It was almost like unwittingly what I had done was just replaced one ideal with another ideal in terms of the way that I needed to live my life. But neither one nor the other was completely authentic for me. One or the other might be for somebody else, but for me. And so if I could give any sort of advice to people as they go down their entrepreneurial paths is really to just be open to whatever they feel is flowing and nurturing them. Because you really don't know where your paths are going to lead you or who you're going to meet. It's almost like just giving yourself a break on that pressure of, you know, in the same way that I could have given myself a hard time because I wasn't excelling 100% in the corporate world. It's like, well, the same thing goes for the 100% entrepreneurial as well. Maybe making things more black and white. I don't know if it makes it easier for us for our human problem-solving minds to understand. But I think where the real creativity is and where the real magic happens is when you really allow yourself to just like, okay, I don't need to understand exactly why this is the way it is with my mind, but like, how does it feel in my stomach? How does it feel in my body? That to me has never led me astray. Thank you, Whitney, for sharing that. And if you guys want to learn more about Whitney, you can follow her on Instagram at WhitneyCox1. Connect with her through the web at WarriorGirlCoaching.com or dance yourself alive on one of her (laughs) Warrior Girl retreats. Check out the show notes to learn more because life is in session when you're around (laughs) Whitney is what I'm getting. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, Whitney. It's been such an incredible journey that you've been on. I really appreciate that you've taken the time to share with us. You're so welcome. You are so welcome. And it's a process, right? So I think the more that we give ourselves freedom to paint our own masterpiece, the more beautiful it turns out. Thank you for being with us today. I'm Danella Narker, and it is my belief that people leading lives and businesses clearly aligned with their values and goals is a level up for all of us. Learn more about how to apply clarity practices in your life at danella.com. This has been Clarity in Real Time. See you next episode.